0: Hey guys, Bill Spadia here. Welcome back to my speaking podcast. I've got a couple of very special guests today. First, we are joined by Tommy Janaron. He is the owner of the iconic bar, Anticipation, at the Jersey Shore. Uh, great to see you, Tommy. I know in a little bit we're going to be joined by uh, Big Road uh, Productions. Hey, Bill, how are you? Thanks for but, having uh, me. But it's great to have you on here. So, let's, uh, Tommy, let's jump right into it. You are an owner of one of the most iconic bars at the Jersey Shore. Tell me me what it's been like as we entered out of the lockdown, and now you're into this summer getting open. The crowds are coming back. What has the pressure been like as a Jersey Shore bar owner?
1: Well, it's something that uh, we've never experienced before. I mean, my partners and I were kind of as excited as we were for it to – for everything to open it back up it's it was utter chaos trying to get staff uh, which is nearly impossible across the boards and you would think that a place uh, like ours open year round for 35 years you would think there's a little more stability in employment but the fact that the matter is the you know those unemployment checks are just too tasty a treat for people to turn down especially during the summer you can go to the beach and collect unemployment rather than actually working.
0: It's amazing, right? And and the, the, the question then becomes, right, so what, what do you do about it, right? What is the, what, because you're in a spot, you know, at, uh, I guess, officially Lake Cuomo, right? Lake Como is the, uh, the the rebranded term. but yes, <laughs> right. I love it. But, but the reality is you've been there for a long time and everybody knows where you are. And you got these kids walking down the beach that could be serving drinks, could be helping people, uh, but you've still had the crowds in there so what are you doing to to recover are you just everybody else is just working the double shifts doing working harder
1: it's well it's it's improvised and overcome and you know uh shame on those who want to sit home because the people that are working are making record money they're working doubles well sometimes we're a little understaffed so there's always additional hours i've actually had to reach out to my network for the first time in my uh, lifetime of being in the uh hospitality business i had to reach out to friends and other clubs and say hey look you know can you work come, you know come work so everything the the, the script kind of got flipped because now we're asking people to work rather than people coming to us and uh i have uh, clubs uh, club owners and restaurant owners from up north already seeing what's going on saying hey tom do me a favor can you send me some employees Uh, when summer's over because we don't have anybody yeah yeah absolutely something that i've never seen before and hopefully we'll never see again
0: so let's talk about jesse warren just joined us uh, from big road productions jesse welcome to the podcast good to have you on um thank you bill always a pleasure Jesse I, I can't see you so if you turn your video on that'd be great but at least I can hear you um, question is from a promotion standpoint how difficult has it been post lockdown to uh, to get bands and groups and book and get all these bookings uh, you know what's the difference between now and go back two years two summers ago how different it's been very different so with the way it was before pandemic we were booking three six months in advance to pandemic times, you're booking maybe three weeks in advance or week by week. So, Tommy, how does that impact your business? I mean, obviously, it's a huge hit. Um, and, and you've got literally, you've got the state of New Jersey. And maybe I should ask you this question. What is one thing you would say to the government and the governor and the legislators to to help small business in the state? And we've talked about how there are workers literally that were getting paid to work. 40,000 a year. Now, some of them are making in excess of 50,000 a year to stay home as a rate. Yeah, I, I've I've seen some proposed
1: bills and legislation, you know, aimed to uh, try to encourage people to work again. I I just think it's all BS because it's an election year. To be honest with you, uh, the, the the unemployment, I the unemployment is really the the main thing. And, you know, the damage is done, Bill. I don't think there's anything that can be done right now. I, I think the only thing we, we're going to get is potential lip service. I mean, if there's more, uh, if there's more money or funding uh, for the small businesses that are really hurting, uh, that's always helpful. But then you have to ask yourself the question, what's that going to do to us as, as a nation and as a state in the long run to keep giving it away? And, you know, and one other thing that, that I think is important to address, because I see this a lot on social media... People talk about, you know, oh, this is about money. It's about a living wage. It's about this. It's about that. That's not the case. I mean, the jobs that are available in a hospitality business are very, very high paying jobs. Even the kitchen jobs. This isn't a minimum wage issue. This is a personnel issue. And it's a, hey, it's summertime. I might as well go to the beach rather than. Rather than work.
0: Yeah, well, because food's on the table because the government's paying for it. Let's uh, let's talk about. Um, you know, you and Jesse have worked together for a while. It, what um, you know, for people who don't know, and and there's a generation of kids that have to be reoriented to the Jersey Shore, right? There's so much travel out of state. There's been so much in the last year that those kids that are just turning twenty twenty one, they're just getting into that age where they'll be hanging at the bar scene. Um, what do you want them to know about why Barre is as iconic as it is?
1: Well, we're, we're as iconic as we are is because it's uh, there's something for everybody there. Where We're not a niche establishment. We have an inside. We have an outside. You can go there and you have a DJ in one area. You have live entertainment in the other area, a full band, a duo, uh, this type of music on one side, another type of music on the other side. There's a water feature there's a dance floor. There's like a traditional nightclub. Then there's outside areas that are chill with sand and lighting, uh, cabanas. You could stand around. So, you know, really it's uh, I, I've always my vision has always been a combination of uh, Disney World and Ringling Brothers. It, it, there's got to be excitement. So wherever you go, you, it could be a shot wheel. There could be uh, a, a performer, a girl with a hula hoop, a robot, a 12 foot robot walking around. <laughs> Uh, you know, and I, and I think it's geared towards the younger generation with, you know, with the short attention span, you can literally walk around there for two, three hours and still not see everything uh,
0: that's going on. And that's and, and that's important. Well, what's, uh, what's it like when when somebody what's it like when somebody famous walks in? I, you know, the Jersey Shore music scene is is a big one. Uh, you got a lot of big names that uh, that head to the shore and sometimes sometimes they just pop in to have a beer.
1: And you know what? I tell you, you know, Jersey, Jersey clubs are pretty cool with that. Uh, We can get a lot of people, uh, you know, my friend, David Bryan from Bon Jovi comes in, uh, comes in a bit and you know what? And people leave him alone. There's people that will will walk up and say, Hey, you know, how are you? You know, can I get an autograph? And, and I, I mean, you know, the list goes on of different people that, that, that come in. And, you know, you know, back in the day, Pat Denisio and I were were pretty close and he would come all the time. And uh, I think it's because a lot of the the musicians and people to come in and the the athletes, too, from the Giants and Jets and everywhere that come in, uh, they're pretty engaging. They're friendly. But that Jersey scene, at least at Bar A, is is really cool. And they give people their space. They're respectful.
0: Yeah. I I love that. You know, you might not get that in some other towns where they're not used to seeing them. All of a sudden they get, uh, they get the throngs of people. Uh, They can actually be normal at the Jersey shore. You're interacting as normal bar patrons. Uh, Tell me about the other business you're uh, you and your partners are uh, trying to launch a a new business. Where is it? What's it called? And what are the hurdles? Uh, Can you say that again, Bill? I'm sorry. You're launching a new business. I know. And, and I just want to know, what are the hurdles you're finding now to opening up this new space? And, and what, what would be one thing that if you, could, if you could do away with it and kind of remove an obstacle would get you to opening faster?
1: Well, I'm opening up a new uh, uh, bar restaurant on the beach in uh, Seaside Heights with, a, uh, with a, uh, an amazing partner, John Sullivan, and uh, who has many properties throughout the country. And we're trying to get open and again, not to be the dead horse staffing. Uh, I mean, not just staffing of employees. We can't get the darn thing finished because subcontractors are showing up with two workers where they need 12. And you hear it every step from the suppliers. Uh, from the suppliers, you can't get the products. You can't get, I mean, we, we, we ordered palm trees uh, cause it's on the beach and put palm. Uh, they, the, the palm tree place couldn't find a driver. And then he wanted more money because the price of gas went up in New Jersey wow. and the, the whole thing. So here it is. Our, we were supposed to open in Memorial Day. Here we are. We're going to hopefully be open in some capacity, in a limited capacity next week without question by the next week. But we're in a situation where we're not going to have enough staff to do a grand opening. We're just going to have to get open and get rolling. And, you know, it'll, it'll, it'll take care of itself from there. But it's very frustrating.
0: What's the name of the place?
1: called the ocean club
0: the ocean club in seaside heights right it's
1: on the, board, it's on the boardwalk it's on the border of seaside heights and seaside park and it's huge It's a pool cabanas a restaurant there's a banquet room we have uh square foot of sand so you actually have dinner on the beach and order a drink uh it's going to be a nice it's, it's a nice upscale place something that seaside heights wants and seaside heights needs
0: So you got to let me know when the official grand opening is going to be, even though it may be a a, just an opening. Uh, But uh, I'd love to get I'd love to get down there, uh, you know, sooner rather than later and uh, and and join you. So what's that?
1: How
0: are
1: you in the kitchen? You got any skills? Hey, look,
0: I'm ready, baby. Are you kidding, Tommy? (laughs) Oh, man. Jesse, what do you think about that? That's it. You put us to work. I can do Look, I, I love it. Listen, you know what? With the muffin joke and everything, man. <laughs> That's it. I'm ready. Look, I can wait the tables. Look, hey, you know what? You probably want me just raking the sand. That's about the skill level I have. I'll just rake the sand and keep it smooth. That's... <laughs> oh, man. You so let me ask me, you me what's that?
1: So you want to be where the bikinis are. I know you're...
0: Your yeah, <laughs> that's it. That's it. No, that's just about my level of skill. Are you kidding? Look, we all know our limits, Tommy. We all know our limits. So what? What? how long have you been doing this? You've been doing this a long time at the Jersey Shore,
1: right? Yeah, well, I mean, I started when I was 18, I'm 56 <laughs> now, and I I worked for... Uh, I ran art stocks clubs for a couple of years right out of college. Uh, and Now I'm 30 years at Bar Anticipation. Uh, so it's been, you know... and. And so COVID was, uh, it, it was quite a challenge. It was the ultimate having to think out of, out of the box. I mean, there's, you know, every, every decade or so you have to reinvent yourself, but this was a forced thing. And uh, I didn't spend time really bitching and tr- and trying to get back open. You know, m- my partners, you know, they could, they were working on, on, on getting things open and talking to the politicians and stuff. I said, you know what? I got it. Let me deal with this. And so that's why I opened up the outside. I started bands. Uh, I even did uh, a couple of bands before you you were even allowed to be open just through did up uh, 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 webcasts. Yeah. So my mission was to try to keep as many people working as possible from staff at the bar to uh, entertainers in the area. And I think we were pretty successful in reinventing ourselves and keeping people working. And I've, I've received they, – they've been very gracious and, uh, and, and thankful, the people that we've kept working through the, uh, uh, through the pandemic and even up till now.
0: So, so uh, Jesse, let me bring you in here. So you're getting ready to start doing bookings for, uh, uh, for the Ocean Club and for Barre, right? That's what's on the docket? What do we see in the next few weeks? we got a lot of cool stuff coming up. I'm so excited to announce that on August 13th, Eddie Testa and I have a new show called Souls on Fire – that we're debuting at Bar A on the summer stage. Fantastic. Can you tell me about it? Is it just music? Is it a variety act? Are we juggling? What are we doing? It's a 10-piece band, Rock and Soul Review. We have some great background singers, and Leon Holmes, who's toured with Bon Jovi, Lisa Sherman, who's been on Broadway. It's a really great cast a part of the show. We're so looking forward to debuting it at Bar A. That's awesome. Well, this this conversation is going to drop on our website, nj1015.com slash Bill Spadia and wherever people get podcasts, Google Play, iTunes on uh, July 21st. So a week from the day we're recording it. And uh, what I want to do, Tommy, is stay in touch with you. I want to do whatever I can to help promote your business because you're one of the good guys out there and you suffered through this Uh, absolutely outrageous, I think, immoral and unethical lockdown of businesses and lives in this state. And uh, not one person in Trenton can point to anyone's life that they saved by destroying so many families and so many lives and so many businesses. Actually, the opposite is true. New Jersey fared far worse than just about any other state and country out there. And uh, we can thank these clowns in, in Trenton for uh, for that but thank you for being strong and tough and just being a part of this jersey scene. So uh, I am here to uh, to help you to promote you. Let's uh, let's make sure we loop back around again and maybe uh, have a have a conversation after Labor Day about what to expect going forward in the future.
1: Thank you, Bill. Absolutely.
0: And I'll have your rake waiting
1: for you in Seaside.
0: I re- look, you never know when corporate's going to say, I've had enough of this loud mouth. That's it. I got to make sure I keep my skills refined. I <laughs> need more of you. <laughs> All right, brother. Thank you, Tommy. Great to talk to you. I know the three of us will be back in touch. And, Jesse, thank you uh, for, uh, for reintroducing no, you. everybody. We'll be talking soon. Thank you, Tommy. Thank you. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the
1: extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need.